0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to RT Talk, the weekly podcast about the company Rooster Teeth. Uh, I am your host, as always, Michael Cool. And this week, uh, m- myself and Mr. Doug Crookwood Jr., the long-standing co-host of this podcast, um, we got together kind of earlier in the week with all the 4th of July festivities going on. Uh, we had to get together on Thursday. Uh, luckily, nothing came across my, my radar that, you know, was newsworthy or like it was unfortunate we weren't able to talk about this week but we got together a little bit early this week and we talked about a few things uh and plus i mean as you can already see by the runtime as you're looking at this um we we had a lot going on and we had to cut this one a little bit short dug out places to be and uh we both are pretty busy over the weekend so um if you want to you can uh you can email us at ask rttalk at gmail.com for any questions or comments or what have you. Uh, This week we talk about a very unfortunate story uh, involving Millie Ramsey, Jeff Ramsey's daughter. Um, We we go into details about it, but basically the gist of it is that uh, Millie found uh, very explicit pictures of herself uh, online, not real ones, but uh, doctored ones, photoshopped ones, Um, and we talk about that. Uh, we talk a long time about the stuck at home podcast because I finally listened to some of them. Um, we talk about Barb uh, Barbara Dunkelman put out a basically a statement or a further explanation involving Always Open and you know kind of what led to it being inevitably uh, put on high or not, I shouldn't say inevitably was put on a indefinite is the word I was looking for hiatus uh, for uh, for now and kind of into details about her statement um and then we just talk about some kind of real quickly we mentioned rtn box and the hiatus it's going on and the netflix uh transformer show that's they've been working on for a long time and it finally has a a date and everything else so uh this that's the the subject matter in which we get into we do got the grapes for about 10 minutes of this so most of this is a rooster teeth uh talk as it were um so, if you are a fan of that part of it, then you're in luck because that is almost the entire episode. Uh, if you're a fan of Out in the Grapes, uh, as I am, am and Doug is, uh, then you'll be slightly disappointed because we just didn't have time to really fit it in this week. So, uh, uh, if you are here for the versity stuff, then be ready because it starts right now. Go with the theme song. Doug, I welcome you back. Both your facial hair... And your, and your, uh, your poofed up hair that you have right now, you're looking very <laughs> is... cleaned up and elegant.
1: I did trim my beard, and this is me not washing my hair. That's what it looks like.
0: Oh well, you're kind of in shadow right now, so it looks fine to me. So it's you know what you always look fine to me. How's that? Hell yeah. That's called support. That's friendship there. But welcome back for another week of 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 rooster teeth uh, subject talk I guess I'll say because the first one isn't necessarily to do with the company but it is company adjacent uh and it is a a pretty upsetting uh story um it's a very uh shocking kind of story and I mean I'm not just I'm not even being like hyperbolic when I say that it's, it's a pretty gross one but uh and to be honest I don't even know what I'm gonna title this and I'm happy we're recording this a little bit early <laughs> because I'm I have like a day to think of a title um, but, uh, the, there has been a, like a recent, I don't know, not development, but I don't even know what to call it necessarily, but it was brought to to the attention of, I would say everybody, uh, I saw it last night that Millie, uh, Jeff Ramsey's daughter, uh, founder Achievement Hunter, uh, now creative director or whatever his title is, Jeff Ramsey, Laser Ramsey, uh, his daughter Uh, Apparently popped up uh, on a porn site. Um, Now it's the 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 clarification needs to be said right away that these weren't real photos of her, so uh, they weren't like this wasn't like explicit material that someone like took of her or whatever. This was uh, her face and stuff like photoshopped and edited onto like other people's bodies and everything. And you can watch. I creeps i mean that's really the best way to put it but um i would say if you she put out a, a video on her instagram that's i think it's like 15 minutes long and you can gonna watch I, I guess not a statement but she just basically talks to the camera about like how she feels about it and everything else um and just i guess like the details of what happened because she said she tweeted about it, which is where i saw uh like the initial i guess you know like post about it or whatever you want to say uh, but that's how like I learned about it and then we went and we watched her video about it but um, yes yeah, apparently someone edited her face onto uh, someone else's body and it was on this site uh, or maybe several sites I can't remember but because she said there was like a discord that she discovered and uh, I think she said the photo had been viewed like three thousand times or something or there was like three thousand members of this group or something like that. Um, and it's pretty graphic. And I mean, obviously the, the most, the worst part about it is the fact that she's 14, which makes this a whole extra level of terrible. Uh, and I mean, it's bad enough when that stuff happens just in general and that people just take photos and, and use them in that manner. I mean, I guess once people become like known or popular enough, it's, it's basically inevitable. It's like, what can you do about creeps? on the internet and stuff. But, uh, the fact that she's like wildly underage makes this a whole extra bit worse. I mean, I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't know how else to put that. I just don't get what, what's it's illegal. What the
1: fuck's wrong with people?
0: It is illegal. Uh, it's
1: like, I just, I just saw her tweet. I didn't watch the video, but I saw the tweet and I was like, well, that's disgusting. Yeah. Like who would who would make this fake photos? Who what the fuck is wrong with you?
0: I mean, it's it's not an unknown thing that there are people who are into underage uh you know, I like guess just children, just kids, they're into kids. And it's not a uh it's not a new development that there's this many creeps in the world. I mean I I just saw like in terms of like current events that uh, for anyone who, like, pays attention to this kind of stuff, but, like, Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend or whatever just got arrested today, and he was, like, that, like, criminal pedophile and that, like, worked, like, for the government and in the government or whatever, however you want to put it. That's a whole can of worms to get into, but uh, but still yeah. his, like, girlfriend was arrested today and who is, uh, like, had ties to his actions and everything, but, uh, but, I mean, it's not, like, a new development that there's creepy people who, like, like kids out there, but... Um, I can only imagine. And actually, I shouldn't say I can't even imagine uh, being that young, being fourteen, and discovering that you are now the subject of this group of I can't remember it was three. I can't remember if it was three thousand views or three thousand members. I can't remember. But even if it was three people, it doesn't matter. Right? Just knowing to be that young and and to be the subject of their just perversion. Uh, it has to be something that's difficult to handle and she did say in the video that she is like she's been to like therapy and stuff like that she's talked about it she isn't like holding it in and everything and apparently this has happened over the course of the past couple weeks um, and I guess she said her parents Griffin and Jeff uh, have contacted the FBI and like they're involved in all this which I mean is a it's good that it's being taken to that level and it's not just like a Oh, they took the thing down. Like, it's being investigated on a federal level.
1: That's awesome um, to say. Like, has Jeff... Jeff... Not Jess Jeff released anything, but that's good.
0: No, he's... Not that I've seen anyway. I actually haven't been on Twitter yet today. Um, and, but... Not that I've seen, but uh, I don't know that he would. Because I think she said in the video that they were iffy on her even putting out this video and making it, like, a more public thing and alerting people yeah. to it. But... um but yeah, I I don't imagine he, I don't know. I shouldn't, it's like, it's possible he did, but, um, yeah, it was a pretty, uh, a pretty shocking thing. Like I said, you know that the people like this are out there, but I, I do have a weird, you know, as I have this weird feeling since we've, in some ways, I mean, we found, we both found rooster teeth when we were older. So, you know, I think I was at least 20 or something like that. So I was older, but so. Oh, yeah. Um, So I wouldn't say, like, that I grew up with Rooster Teeth, but, you know, it's been a part of my life for, you know, more than a decade now. And uh, through that entire time, basically watched Millie grow up. So it's – even though Millie's 14, it's kind of like when you – when you had, like, that family member or when you have, uh, like, maybe you have, like, a friend's kid or something like that that you – you've seen them when they were like six years old and the next time you see them they're like they're 11 and they're they're like a completely different person and they it's you know that cliche of the kids grow up so fast so it's like you know Millie I feel like I've seen since she was almost like a toddler into where like who yeah, she we, is now
1: we, we, I'd say we have seen her since then like it's it's been what 14 years
0: It's it's been a while I mean it's like, I wasn't like I wasn't watching like when she was first around but pretty early on so it's like it does feel extra weird, no, like having been around for a good portion of the process of her like growing up. So it's like obviously I don't know Millie. I'm not claiming to know Millie or anything like that. But um, it's it is makes it extra weird whenever you've been here through the whole the whole like genesis of someone growing up. And it's like I still think of Millie as like Jeff's like, kid, like his. I mean, he, she is, but like I think of her like a little. Like when I say kid, I mean like under ten. Like I still think of her like yeah. that when I think of Millie. And then, like, my brain has to, like, click over that, no, she's older. And then I, like, the image of her, what she looks like now, like, oh, yeah, she's, like, a teenager now. <laughs> and it's, like, it's still, <laughs> she still registers as a child, much like your sister does. It's, I've, you know, you and I have been friends for, uh, I didn't do the exact math, but I know we've been friends for, like, 26 years now or something like that. Because um, I realized I've been friends like, with Jeff yeah. for, like, 15 years. So if I've been friends with him for 15 years, I've been friends with you for, like, I don't know, at least, like, 10 years more than that. Um <laughs> And by the way, that's our friend Jeff. No, I'm not not Jeff Ramsey, but I because I might get confusing since there's two Jeffs in this story. Um, yeah. But it's like you know we've grown up together, and so like I I sort of have the same reaction to to your little sister or both your little sisters and your brother, where it's I still yeah. think of it as kids, and I see a picture of them, and like they're like drinking a beer. Like, oh shit! Like <laughs> oh yeah, they're adults now. They're voting and stuff, and in, in photos like oh yeah, they're not uh, they're not children. So it's nope. it does it does i' I'm obviously not as close to Millie as I am to say your family it's i've you know I've actually met your family we have personal stories and connections and stuff but it still has a similar like a shade of that feeling of this is a child that I've watched grow up and now this happens and it's, it feels not personal but I don't know what the word to label it as like I mean I
1: don't know I guess you're it's i the natural reaction is like you're defensive because that's a kid you watch grow up, and you know it's true with any like um, celebrity or like internet personality, whatever you want to say. Like you, not that we know them, but you feel like a, a bond with them. Does that make sense? Is that right? Like yeah. I would, yeah,
0: that's the right phrasing? Yeah, yeah, I would say that's pretty accurate. Like because I think what I'm what I'm trying not to like tread into is like. Cause it's not the same as someone, you know, and obviously no matter who it is, it's bad anyway. Like it doesn't right. matter if this was just a nameless person or like something that I, I learned about for the first time reading this story. It's still like a gross story, but there's a an, like an extra layer that is somewhere in between this happening to someone I personally know and it just being a person I don't know and happening. It's like, it's, it's in that range. So it's like, it's like, I feel like I'm in like this in between like gray zone of, of upset, <laughs> I guess. And it's, yeah, like, disturbed yeah. by it. So it's um, – I don't really know how much to really even say about it because, I mean, like I said, she put up the 15-minute video where she – like, that's where the most of the information lies. Uh, and it's not like this is, like, a deep subject to talk about, like, why it's upsetting. It's, it's obvious why it's upsetting and why it's harmful and everything else. So uh, I it's think difficult.
1: I don't know how, where else she's going to – the video but i think watching hers is probably the they get the way to get the best you know view of it
0: yeah she did say and it's like one of the things that's just since she is still so young it is like it pains you to listen to like the stuff that she talks about and how you see just this you know she's still a kid it's like when you see how much it's like affected her and stuff, just by the way, she's talking about for obvious reasons, but just the way she's talking about it and, and everything. And when she talks about now, she has to like be careful about like the pictures she posts online and how she doesn't want to be, um, uh, like, she's kind of like afraid of her community and everything now, because now she's like the people that support her and stuff are like this great thing, but she doesn't know who, like who these nameless people are that are, uh, that, like, did these types of things or visited that photo or anything like that. And uh, she even said, like, when she goes to RTX this, like, next year or whatever, she will probably be, like, thinking about it. And it's possible that she met these people before. And, like, it's just being 14 and having to deal with something as, like, heavy as this. I mean, it doesn't matter what age you are. It's... No. It's when something, like, when you feel so violated like this, it's difficult. But I think it's it's more difficult when you don't have the context of growing up and life experience that maybe you can rely on a little bit or to like learn how to deal with difficult situations that may not like just make this a simple like brush it off sort of thing, but at least might give you a little bit of structure in dealing with it, which will make it like a certain percentage easier. And, but the younger you are, the smaller that little margin gets. So, uh, or in general, I'm speaking generally, obviously there's people that were 12 years old that lived through horrific stuff that I'll never experience and I'll never know what it's like. So, um, but just in general, it's, it's, it's extra difficult. It's never good for, uh, when something, when something uh, that's traumatic on any level happens for anyone who is, who is young, it tends to stick with you in, in some way or another, uh, and you spend most of your adult life trying to deal with it or not deal with it, ignore it completely, and then you're yelling at strangers at, that are working at a customer service desk all of a sudden because you haven't still been dealt with your right. childhood. So uh, it, it's just—I'm not worried about her becoming that type of person, but it's just—it uh, just makes it—it it makes it extra sad when anything happens to a kid, just because for like those exact reasons, it's like they're innocent, they don't deserve it. It's all the like the the typical. Just go down the list and check the boxes of of everything a kid is and why it's upsetting, but there's not much that can happen to a kid that isn't uh, worse, or there isn't much that can happen that wouldn't be worse if it happened to a kid, uh, in, like at least in a negative sense. So it's, it's a real shitty situation to put it bluntly, or basic I guess, but um, yeah. it seems as though she's taking the necessary steps like she said, going to therapy and uh, doing things that will kind of ease the, uh, I guess like the burden of like this, this weight that will be on her and, and hopefully getting past stuff like this. I mean, you know, Gavin and Meg had that whole awful situation that happened a couple of years ago where the person broke yes. in their house. And Definitely. I know like immediately after that, Meg said like she didn't want to stream or like put her life out there anymore. And, I'm sure there's still things that she holds to this day that are the direct result of that that maybe she doesn't do or whatever. But now it seems like she's back to at least a normal, like what you'd expect from like a content creator. Like she's posting photos and she's streaming and stuff like that. I mean, I don't like, I I follow Meg. So I like, I see the stuff she does. I'm not like, I, Renee's a big fan of her. Um, so it's, like, I see the stuff she posts. Uh, I'm not like tuning into the streams, although I don't watch anyone's streams really. Uh, sometimes I'll watch... Don't you watch...
1: Huh? I'll say, don't you watch Ryan's streams?
0: Sometimes I'll put them on for, like, the... Like, when he posts them on the, his YouTube channel. But um, I sometimes I'll throw those on if he's playing, like... Uh, like, he's playing Sky Factory for a long time. And so, like, it's a perfect, like... I'm playing a game or I'm doing something. It's a perfect, like, background where he's trying to figure out, like, how to get, like, the circuitry right on this device that is so far beyond actual Minecraft it's like it's supposed to collect atoms so that he can build up a... Fa- or, like, whatever it is. The ridiculous shit that's in right. Sky Factory. So uh, most of the streams I watch are Sky Factory. I think the other stuff I watch is when they played TTT, which actually had Meg in it. So that's, a, like, a, an overlap. And um, I'm trying to think of what else he's played that I, was, like, I watched, too. But I can't remember right now. I, I just know it's mostly been Sky Factory. Um, but, yeah, so it's like I've... I kind of like I follow Megan like keep tabs on her and everything, but I'm not like I'm not I guess what I'm trying to say is like I'm not such a fan that I know the difference between what she posts now versus how she used to post and like what the the differences are between those two time frames. So it just from where I'm sitting, it, it looks like she's back to like a what I would expect like a normal like content creator is putting out there and and everything. So, um, but my. Point being is that like, it's, it's probably one of those things too, that is going to take some time for her to feel, I guess, more comfortable or safer or whatever in, uh, in putting stuff out online. But man, the internet is, I understand we, so this podcast is, exists on the internet <laughs> and there's so much good that comes from the internet, but there's so much bad that comes from it too. And there's a,
1: there are a lot of bad.
0: Yeah and i guess this i'll just kind of transition right into this because um it's, it's like related a little bit but and i don't even know if there's a thing that i would put that it's like high up on the list of importance so the next couple things i have on the list are i would say around roughly the same level of importance but uh, i finally have gotten around to listening to some of the stuck at home podcasts um so i'm listening to the like basically what i consider the classic drunk tank podcasts like revised and- and, uh, I, I haven't listened to all of them yet. I think I just finished, um, I think I have two more to go. I believe I had to actually look to see, but, um, I listened to, cause obviously we listened to the first one that was free for everybody. And then I listened to the second and I think the third one, I forget how many there actually are. Um, I, th- oh, I only have one more to go. Well, that's upsetting. I meant to say <laughs> this like a fine wine. Like, I'll just keep it tucked away and I'll open it when the time is right when I'm really missing Bernie and the the, the crew together uh, Just, but more than likely I'll probably do it next week I will
1: remember you
0: while I also am drinking wine just to complete the whole metaphor and just sobbing just watching just like, I'm like, my head's RTAs. like sunken down <laughs> so I just picture like my head's like sunken down in my chest like, like a grimace on my face just tears just wetting my cheeks <laughs> as I listen. But, uh, the, how, the reason why I said it, like it? I, uh, it's, it really is. And they actually mentioned on the second one that this is the first time this group has been together since like the early days of the drunk tank. And, yeah. uh, and they'd like, they couldn't believe it, but, uh, it really is the drunk tank. I mean, almost to a T. So it's, or I should say like the, the, the be and I know we talk about this all the time, but um, it's the beginning of the Drunk Tank, like the the early years where it was always Bernie, Jeff, Gus, and then you know the Gavin was in there for a little while and they went back to England and everything else. But it really does have that same vibe to it, and I and I like it so much more. And I think I realized too is like they talk about a lot, like they talk about a lot of current events. They talk a lot about like politics and stuff like that. And just like certain opinions and like the ridiculousness of stuff. So like there is serious parts of it, which I enjoy. I I like whenever like a podcast has, I just like when they're like, they're, I guess more real. So like a conversation you have, like even conversations you and I have, it's when we're not on, on the podcast is like, we talk about serious stuff. We talk about funny stuff and there's times where we're laughing and it's ridiculous. And like last time when we were all hanging out and we were playing music and stuff like that, it's like we were down in the basement and we were playing and there were so many stupid moments that happened that we were laughing and, had tears in her eyes. And then we like go upstairs and we're having like very serious conversations. And then by, I don't even know what, I don't know what you're we talking about, but I remember being on the couch and all of us were laughing hysterically and, and stuff like that. So it's like, Oh yeah. Uh, so it's like, I just feel like that's more, it's like closer to like a, a natural conversation is that they will flip flop back and forth. And it's not all serious or all comedic. And, and they definitely, it's like, I actually laughed out loud more listening to this than I do at a lot of podcasts. I listen to, just for like the dynamic of all them together again, but
1: I could, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, that's like a, a driving force for me to get my first membership back is to listen to those.
0: It's I'm upset. There's only this, like so few of them because I've, I listened to both of them. All I listened to is today. I listened to both those episodes today. And, uh, cause I mean, I, I think you and I don't know if we talked about on the podcast or if it was before we were recording or whatever last week, but, I know I said to you, like my job has changed a little bit, so I'm Yes. I'm still in the same area, but I'm I'm like you know, we're a medical supply place and with peak pandemic it uh which I guess some would say we're beyond that peak now, but like peak quarantine, the first round of it and then things open up slightly and now we're shooting back up. But uh like, you know, like May ish, I'd say, April like end of April, May, are we are through the roof on like things going out the door, like it was flying out. And now it's just, it's went way down. So my job has changed where I'm not doing that. Like the one particular thing that I do. And I'm sort of becoming, I guess more universal. I'll say like, I'm doing more stuff. More useful. uh, Well, yes, I, that too. Uh, (laughs) But I'm helping. That's all I yell all day long. I just, I'm lifting boxes (laughs) and screaming, pay
1: attention. Bizarro it's
0: a <laughs> <laughs> reference six people will get uh maybe now nah, they're they're out there i know they are um but yeah it's like but so i'm like doing i'm doing a lot of different stuff and I, I can't listen to all the same stuff that i i used to and i and i keep forgetting too because all my podcasts exist on the podcast app i have so i kept forgetting that, like when I was looking for something to remember to go on the Rooster Teeth app to get the episodes I downloaded to listen to and I just kept forgetting about it and I always remember like I'd be at home like oh shit I, like, I-, I should have listened to those today I just it just kept like slipping my mind and today I actually remembered and I listened I was like I was like yeah I, was like, I think I'm in the mood to listen to this I listened like I was like f- like five minutes in and I just didn't I just kept powering through it's what I spent the entire day doing was listening to that and then I listened a little bit of music <laughs> and then I'd go back to it and it was like. I was like, God damn it! I was like, I almost was like, I might go back and listen to some old like podcasts. <laughs> like I was considering uh, I it. Mean, while I was like, I was like, I miss it so much.
1: I think that's something everyone should do: is go back and at least listen to the beginnings at least once. We, I know we both did it a couple times.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would be able to do it. Like it's so far away now. I don't know if I would be able to do it now. Like when we did it, they were on, like, like close to. I want to say maybe like episode like 200 maybe or like in the hundred something range. Like it was, yeah. sti- it was, it was more than a year. It was like more like two years in probably. So it was like, there was plenty of episodes for us to go through, but now it's, there's so many of them. It's like, we're, it's so long ago. It's like, it's hard to listen to them talk about uh, like, you know, wow. I'm trying to think like mass effect three coming out and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> or
1: the, uh, What was the episode like? first episode? The big one was like, oh, there's all these plastic coffins being made in this one place, and
0: they don't know why. Oh, the FEMA. Yeah. Yeah. The FEMA coffins. Yeah. Yeah, like that's like general conversation I would do, but I think like the the more current events sort of stuff that was happening or like the games releases and everything that was going on would be a little harder to like, I'd probably just skip over (laughs) those parts, but I probably would still listen to it again. And I have a lot of podcasts too. Yeah, I forgot about those. (laughs) <laughs> yeah they had those like that, those ones like really made up and put money into the the awards and people just didn't care about them the yeah, I, I what you were
1: about to say is like the early days like we only had like RT Podcast and maybe one or two other ones and now it's, we're so saturated with like I have this one this one this one this one this comes out twice a week this comes out once a week this comes out twi- one, you know, once a month
0: yeah well when the RT podcast came out, that's all I, list. that's, I mean, I, I know I've said it on here a bunch of times, but it's, that is why I listen to podcasts now. Like I knew about podcasts and people talked about podcasts, but I never, there was nothing I listened to and I was watching Achievement Hunter stuff and I was like, I remember they used to do the, uh, um, oh shit. What was it called? There was the, um, oh God. God, no, I can't remember. They, they did a video that would like, it'd be like Carrie or Barbara or someone. And they, it was basically, I mean, it was kind of like Awu in a way, but it was just them talking about everything that came out this week. So like, you can watch this, you can watch this. And this is when they only had like, you know, maybe six or seven different shows. And so it was Which like, was Oh, this RT week recap? immersion. Was it, I was thinking recap, but it didn't sound right. But that's what whatever that was. was recap. Maybe that is what it is then. Or was, um, it was whatever that was. I remember that they, I remember specifically, it was Barbara with a white background talking about the drunk tank. And it was Jeff telling, um, this, I believe it was Jeff telling the story, which was like one of the last times he was on before, like the current, like, you know, current generation of him being on. Um, yeah, it was him telling the story where it was a segment in the second half of the podcast with Gus. And it was him talking about being in Seattle, I think with Griffin at the time and being at a bar and there was like some girl that came up to him and was like talking, or like she was sitting there and didn't say anything for a long time. And then she got up to leave and then she, or she was with a guy and he went to like the bathroom or something. And then she, go, she like walked by and said, just so you know, I really love your cologne. And he's like, thank He was like reading at a bar or something. You remember that story at all?
1: No, kind of. No,
0: well, it was a, I think it was, I remember it was that episode was on and, um, and that's the one where I first started listening to it, and that was the only podcast I listened to, and so it kind of shaped what I know about podcasts going forward, and like I guess more so what I'm listening for. But the the way I was connecting what we were talking about to this, even though that connection is now in just is and tatter- tatters, it's just little like hair like fibers spread all over the room because that connection is gone. But um, they were talking about some which actually I noticed too in the second one and the second episode, Bernie was complaining about Austin in general and like how things don't make sense. And Jeff goes, well, if you hate so much. Why don't you just move? And I was like, and then Bernie laughed like kind of like they were both like chuckling and stuff. And I was like, Oh, it was like they knew, <laughs> they knew what was coming. <laughs> I was he like, Oh, that would have meant nothing to one. me. That's sadness. I, if I, if, yeah. If I would have listened to it, like at the time I would have meant nothing. I wouldn't, I would just thought it was like a, a bad joke or something. And I was like, Oh, those bastards. But, (laughs) um, but they were talking about, uh, some more serious stuff. And I really liked because and Jeff even said like, if this, if this wasn't like a first only show, they wouldn't be like this honest about stuff, but like Bernie and Jeff and stuff were talking about firing people and like what it takes like to fire people. And even made mention that the layoffs and stuff, um, that uh, they wish they could have came out and said, like, this, a lot of the layoffs were because of the gaming department, because they made Vicious Circle, and that, yeah. that game did not do what they hoped it would do. So a lot of the layoffs were a direct result of that game not doing well, and they were just, like, they realized the gaming thing wasn't an avenue that they could explore, because they put millions of dollars into it, and it did it went fell flat. And so they they got rid of their gaming, like, department, or whatever you want to call it. Like the branch. Did they
1: mention the root like the Ruby game or that wasn't made by them?
0: Uh I can't remember if it was made by them, but that was I think they built That was a up, while ago. Yeah, I think they built up their gaming for Vicious Circle. And I think that because he said he said like they put millions of dollars into this project and it just didn't resonate with the community. But they have like a real long and serious discussion about um some of like well some of the reasons why Bernie wanted to step away from being a like personality and stuff and why he doesn't like it. And, um, they have a lot of, basically they talk a lot about, because you were saying about, did, did Jeff say anything, but there's a lot of, um, discussion about like, and this is pre, uh, protest and everything. So obviously this, some of the stuff is relevant to, to that whole situation. And you know, the, the honest discussion podcast, which the therapy one, um, but he says like, they both talk about how it's difficult being a, like, because since they have so much, you know, they are the founders. So they have extra like gravitas, like what they say in their statements and everything. And he said, so there's sometimes mm-hmm. where like, they want to just put out a statement and say, Hey guys, this is actually just this thing, but it would be like unprofessional and, and kind of disrespectful to certain people. And, and how, um, they said like, how it wouldn't be fair to certain people. And, everything else and how there's certain times where there's people who leave just can like at certain times can just say whatever they want. And the company is just like their policy is just to kind of not say anything because it's unprofessional to like to disparage somebody and to get like in this argument basically as a company versus this individual mm. and stuff like that. And they talk like, I'm putting it very shittily. I, it's like I, they talk about it much more in depth and much more, uh, I like succinctly than I am right now, but uh, it was really interesting to listen to and, and to hear like their opinions and, uh, and to talk about like a lot more serious issues, especially to bring up like the layoffs and uh, everything else like that. And just sort of the, I guess to hear like in some ways hear their side of what it's like to be on the other end of, uh, of the, um I guess, like, firing squad, (laughs) in a way, because, uh, or I guess not fired because firing squad makes it sound like I'm making, like, a pun on people being fired. I guess what I was thinking of, like, all the people that constantly are, like, throwing shit at the, the company and stuff, talking about how, like, the layoffs, or this, or it's going downhill, or whatever, and they're, they basically just stay silent, and, you know, it's, people are like, well, what do they have to complain about? Like, they have, like, all this money, and they have, you know, like, they, they have that, but it's like to hear their perspective as being the ones that are actually in the bunker and making these decisions, and and like what leads them to these conclusions, and why, like I said, why Bernie wanted to step away in the first place, uh, and and everything else, and you know, I don't necessarily disagree with him either because I think uh, like one of the, like basically he was talking about like how if he felt like he he can't just pay attention to positive comments, if he's gonna pay attention to positive ones, he has to pay attention to negative ones too. And Mm -hmm. basically, um, how he didn't feel like he could have genuine conversations with people anymore. Like he went like to meet someone in person is a real conversation, but online, it's just, it's so much like, like a whole bunch of craziness comes in. Once you, once you introduce like the anonymity of it and like just criticizing. And he said, basically, it's like, if you went to a a coffee shop and 10% of the people there were just screaming at you when you came in the door you would never go back to that coffee shop again. <laughs> he's like, it wouldn't no. matter. Like the, the fact that there's 90% of the people are, are like wonderful and great. And like, <clears throat> you love all of them and stuff like that. It's still those 10% of people kind of ruin it so much. And they really, uh, they really talk about like the, the internet and how terrible it is. And, um, and like how, like Bernie talks a lot about like the mob mentality as he's brought up over the years and, um, just how it's affected, how basically nothing you or i think he, like they were making the point too about um, you know there's nothing that won't cause an argument online and like he said he that's tried to that's true <laughs> he said he tried to like think of something that would cause an argument and it still caused an argument and stuff like that so it's like they just go into i'm kind of just going point by point of the podcast now but uh, they go into like all this kind of stuff like why they kind of stay silent on certain issues and stuff now this is a little different because this isn't like a company thing with like going back to Millie this is very personal but I I think that um it's probably a similar sort of feeling where not I me, mean, not to that's obviously it does nothing to do with professionalism but it's probably just like this is just going to make this subject maybe bigger or um you know I don't know there may not be any good to come from making this big like social media storm about you know what happened or what is happening with Millie in terms of like for Jeff or Griffin or whatever to put like a statement or or whatever else uh just because that doesn't ultimately lead to anywhere and most of the internet is so toxic that they'll just take it the wrong way or it'll like they'll be fighting about knowing like the internet it's like any comment section it's the subject be about one thing and they'll be arguing about fuck who knows like how much I hate Which hated toaster's best? yeah yeah it's like (laughs) it's whatever it's like the subject of comment sections are never the subject of what's posted most of the time they're just arguing about bullshit and and whatever and they even bring that up because uh at the beginning i think the third one they they were getting into like a political ish discussion of of a comment someone left just talking about how bernie was well balanced and uh like jeff and gus were just like brainwashed liberals or something like that. I forget exactly what the terminology (laughs) and they went talking about it, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was, I'm, I wish I didn't just realize I only have one left because now that just made me really sad, even though it took me how many weeks to finally listen to them. But uh, I just really hope I was just thinking, I was like, I know Bernie's like, he's not a part of Rooster Teeth anymore, but I would love if, if he would just have a podcast like this, I don't know. Maybe like once. I think I've said it even after when he was leaving, like once a month, whatever it is. If he had a podcast like this, or if he just started his own thing where it didn't require like the management of going through the company, he could just start a podcast and then have them on somehow. Like I would love if they just put that. Like I would, I would be a huge fan of of that because that's these podcasts have been one of my favorite things that they put out like in a while, probably.
1: So if if Bernie was. The Joe Rogan route. He's like, "This is mine. Leave me alone. I'm gonna do what I
0: want." Well, Not necessarily. Because I don't think. I mean, I have no idea what obviously the internal workings are of the company, but I'm not sure that he wants. Like his, his thing seems to come mostly from the like the crowd. It's the people online who are just constantly just so shitty, and it's just it just kind of just like what like what's sort of the point of doing this if I'm just gonna be fighting with people all the time. And I think cause he said he loves being on the podcast and he loves like talking to everybody. But so I think if he just had something where it's like they could just record it and put it out and then that'd be the end of it. <laughs> like there would be no like promotion. It wouldn't be like trying to get approved by the company or whatever. Or I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they wouldn't have a problem with that. I'm, I'm guessing a, you know, a podcast with three of the founders and Gavin, who's one of the most popular personalities in the company. I don't think that's a hard sell because I'm sure they pull in a lot of uh, numbers, Yeah. but uh, still there's not all the hoops that you have to jump through dealing with what is now this huge entertainment company uh, that he started, but still it's, you know, it's owned by like 12 companies now (laughs) just going through the the lineage. Uh, But yeah, so it's like, even if he just did something like that, he just made the podcast, put it out and then just didn't interact with anything. I think I would, that's fine. I don't need to try to like, get his attention by tweeting at him. Like, just put that out there and that that's fine. But I don't I don't see that happening. But I would be tuning in every single week and uh and and loving every second of it because now that I finally made the decision to listen, uh, I'm basically it's kinda like when you try to eat healthy and you've been eating like chicken breast and, you know, a lot of vegetables and stuff, and then you have like that first pepsi and you're like wow i forgot how this tastes and then you're like you're in there like <laughs> just, i just want another pepsi
1: <laughs> you just see the colors of the world you're like not everything's so bland i fucking love it
0: <laughs> that's like that's how i feel i feel like I I'm, had that I'm, first on, pepsi. I'm on i'm
1: on that i'm on that trajectory right now i was doing good now i'm like stopping a gas station i'm like give me that butterfinger
0: give me that pop <laughs> just just fuck just give me that butter i'll just eat the butter Give me stick back there. <laughs> I'll suck it down.
1: Give me, give me the oil in a bag. you are gonna deep fry that in.
0: Or rub it on my skin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Deep fry, deep fry whatever I'm buying. <laughs>
0: Stretched this lighter. I don't know why you'd buy a lighter. I'm just trying to think of what's <laughs> by the register. <laughs> just,
1: all the CBD and all the <laughs> deep fry the CBD.
0: I just want to chew on the breading. Where i use it <laughs> it's probably actually a terrible analogy because it implies that not listening to this podcast makes me a healthier better person but in terms of the addiction <laughs> that's what it felt like is like oh god i missed this and i need more that's that's why i consider going back to listening to some some older stuff but uh yeah that's i i mentioned whenever it first came out and stuff, how I was definitely gonna be listening to it. I'm all in. I went on how excited I was at the time, whenever it, the first one came out and we talked about it about as long as I think we talked about this one, but, um, uh, so it's like, it's well documented how much we both love this type of a format. Um, but I'm, I'm so happy that I finally got around to it and, i am sad that it's almost over. I'm happy I got into it, especially in particular, just for the very real conversations they had about, um, like the behind the scenes stuff and, and making stuff and, um, like even coming down to some philosophies on firing people and, uh, and everything else. And like I said there, I laughed out loud several times, uh, during this, uh, like, uh, to try even try to uh, say like, I was gonna like tell you like one of the things that made me laugh, but I would have to do so much like explaining, and it would by the end of it you probably just yeah. kind of, like it, it wouldn't be be worth trying to <laughs> nice. uh, piggyback on the humor of that moment. But several parts, well, and I guess all in all, I could say yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm listening to them. <laughs> I guess i will say that.
1: You said like a 25 minute tangent on how happy you are about it.
0: Well, so I put it on my list because I knew I was enjoying it so much, and like a lot of stuff they talk about is. Is, isn't is just like, you know, oh, did you hear about those grasshoppers that are overtaking Oklahoma? Or, like, it's not just, like, this weird random story that they find. Uh, I made that up, by the way. Don't panic anyone in Oklahoma. Uh, but killer bees. Yeah, that, that, was, that was all made up. Uh, but the, like, the subject matter they talked about wasn't this, like, super random or just, like, humorous thing. It was all very particular to some stuff that's has happened in the time that we've like been doing this podcast and, you know, in some ways pertains to, like uh, yeah, like we said, like the all the – what do you mean I say? Like the fallout and stuff happened from, uh, like, the protest and, like, the movement and stuff like that for inside the company. I don't know. Fallout's kind of a weird word for it because there was no – I don't think anything negative happened. There wasn't – any repercussions it was all kind of change and and betterment as like people basically but whatever you want to refer to that as and that's like kind of two weeks of just heavy feeling of like race issues and how like close to home it hit for everyone there but it's just the subject matter was very very interesting and very like prevalent for everything that's happening and everything that has happened and getting some insight and not just being like this jokey fun podcast. So it was like, I've just, I knew I was gonna, I have, we have a lot to talk about about it. So I knew that it was going to take up a significant portion of, of the podcast. And uh, I didn't think about relating to what happened and, or what is happening to, to Millie, but in some ways it does just based on like how they deal with stuff. Um, but uh, I know that, you know, we're getting somewhat close to when, you know, Doug has a, a, like what people in the industry called a hard out. You have a time that you have to be done by. So, uh, and I say go. that not being in interest industry. So, uh, but, uh, there's only a few other things that I have on here, but I don't know if we have anything that's, uh, that like we, we could possibly do like out in the grapes for a, a very short, short amount of time. Cause the other stuff is, isn't much. Um, there's not much to really say on it. Like, uh, well, I'll, just, I'll mention this one because maybe this might be the most to say, but uh, not really. But Barb put out an actual full statement concerning Always Open. And, you know, obviously, uh, it's now that it's on, you know, a long-term hiatus or whatever you want to call it. Um, no, I'm sorry. I was trying to type something, and I just typed the complete opposite of what I was trying to say. Um, uh, well, what...
1: What did she say or where can you find what she said
0: uh she put it on Twitter uh I wasn't gonna read the whole thing it it is a kind of a lengthy one uh basically she explained uh going off of memory because this was uh the uh I think this was earlier like much earlier in the week uh but going off of memory she said that it was on hiatus uh because it's not impossible that it'll come back, basically, um, mm-hmm. and so they didn't—they weren't just going to outright cancel it, but um, that uh, I'm trying to find where it was at. I thought it was on her Twitter, but I'm not seeing it right this moment. That was from yesterday, um, but the basically. Oh, it is on her Twitter. Never mind. I thought she posted a screenshot of, like, when people do go to their text, uh, mm, like yeah. document on their like the app, and then they screenshot. It. That's what I thought it was. Um, but no, it's just it's a link to a, uh, on to Twitter longer. But yeah, it's it's a pretty long statement. But, um, she said that I've seen a pe- few people ask why we didn't just say canceled, and that's because it's not. I truly truly believe. There's a version of the show we can bring back in the future in some shape or form. Uh, she talks about, from going from memory, because, yeah, it's it's pretty long, but um, it had to do with just feeling a little burnt out on the format. Uh, a common theme, and, and is actually related to uh, another part of the subject, or another subject on the list, rather, uh, is just the fact that quarantine really kind of, she felt like, damage the show in some way. She didn't feel like it was as good doing it over like webcam as opposed to being on the set and being face to face and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I guess I can just go. She lists. With, uh, said I was, what's that?
1: The, she has she has three things she said. One, things are hard in quarantine. Dope. Two, both Muriel Mir- and her became. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said this. And three was is clear that the interest in the show was declining.
0: Yeah, I mean she expands on those quite a bit in the actual statement. Yeah, but, but that's that, the, that's like, like the, the, the subject. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she said, you know, I, I think with interest in the show declining, uh, I think the thing that makes sense pairing that with, um, uh, you know, the all the stuff that happened where it was off of YouTube and it was back on YouTube and. It seemed like they're like it wasn't getting the views on YouTube, so they're trying to pull back to the site to try to get people like to redirect that traffic strictly to the site and stuff like that. But then they put it back on YouTube and everything else. So it was, like it seems like they were trying to maneuver it to get more traction and and stuff like that. And it's you know it's, I don't know what um, you know obviously we don't know like numbers or anything or like the threshold or whatever. Uh, but I think that's it's probably if their intention is to come bring it back in some shape or form, I think it is. I, I wholeheartedly, cause always open. I listen to like occasionally. I don't listen to every single episode. Uh, I have it. I was at the very, very beginning, but then it's just, as you listen to more podcasts, they, they start slipping through the cracks, but I listen to it every right. now and then. And, and Renee listens to it and, or watches it. And uh, uh so it's like, I even being a casual fan, I fully support taking a step back and restructuring or reassessing and try to figure out how to make this thing work, as opposed to trying to do it on the fly and like trying to make it work and like, well, will this work or will this work? Like, if it, if there's all these things that are piling up, just take a step back, take a breath, and then lay it all out on the table and look at what you have, what worked, what didn't, and like try to actually put piece this thing back together while also not trying to produce the show like continuing with it because then you're trying to do yeah. fight two battles at the same time and i think it i think it is a good idea just to take a step back reassess look at it and then try to like revive the show in a different way but uh yeah so it that statement's on her on her twitter um or at least the link to the statement and uh and you can see more of what she said it's, like i said several paragraphs wrong, long but it's, I mean, it's Wrong. not like, uh, yeah, it's it's, just, it's all incorrect. I don't agree with it being hard in quarantine. Uh, I don't <laughs> think they were burned out. I think they're both liars. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a couple paragraph, couple paragraphs long. But uh, you know, it's a pretty, despite that, it's a pretty quick read because it's, it's like there's no fluff. It's all just the information you're looking for. So, um, mm-hmm. but she did put out the statement. So for any of the always open fans out there. You can get more of uh, insight into what uh, what led into it, and I know she talked about it on a few different podcasts and stuff. I didn't hear those to know what exactly she said on those, because I, I do wonder about that. Because there is time, like this, listening to the stuck at home stuff. Like there, are, there has to be people listening that hear us going back and forth and like talking about this subject, and they're like, they explained this on the like Ruthie podcast two weeks ago, and we're like, I don't know, maybe it's like <laughs> this or what's like that. <laughs> it's like you know, feel just pissed. Listening, yeah, <laughs> and uh, for yeah, some reason I that know. delights me. I don't know. And to be sick, that's, I'm I'm amused by it. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm demented. I don't know. I'm a dementor. Uh, I have a lot of a lot of a lot of problems, <laughs> I guess. But uh, I'm i coming across certain stuff. I know there's people probably just like they're just. They're so far off, and this information's out there. <laughs> That's why I don't consider this like a news show because we don't do that level. It's like there's no research. There's it's just
1: no research. There's just maybe to I see some on Twitter, maybe it's on Reddit, or maybe you just watch something or listen, but
0: there's no research. It's yeah, it's find the top stories and then kind of just talk about those sort of from the hip and off the cuff and everything. Uh, but. That statement's out there. Uh, like I said, it was related to something else on the list, which was that RT inbox is taking a hiatus, and the reason it's related is it is that uh, most of our shows do go on, like take breaks and stuff. But uh, one of the main things that they list like listed as to why was that it's difficult to do it in quarantine. Which absolutely, the show was awu, uh, but from the rooster teeth like uh, the um, I never I I always call them core, but. Uh, I always forget the name that they actually go by, and I don't know why I, ne- I can never remember it. But, um, but the actual like live action crew like Barbara, Jessica, John Reisinger, like all that like Gus is in there too, and Blaine and Chris, that whole crew. It's like their version of Awu, but it started with them like opening packages and like doing goofy stuff on camera. But now that they're in quarantine, it's just throwing in their homes, and it's just like I said, even with like Chump and stuff, like something is taken away from everyone being on webcams versus like in studio in person and stuff and you know that whole that whole thing so it's it's going on a hiatus and i don't know if i can't remember if they said exactly like if they had an idea when want to be back or if it will come back like maybe once the quarantine stuff has ended and they can go back to the office um but uh which probably won't be for a while because texas is one of the and places they opened up <laughs> yeah like they opened earliest so they have skyrocketed way back up and uh I assume that would keep the the people out of the office for longer. So we'll see what happens with that. But it is officially on hiatus. Um, and then the last thing I had was that they, uh, I think you know, there was a trailer for the that Transformers show they have they're making for Netflix. Um, oh yeah. I don't know if there was a um, a video or what, but they actually there was basically an announcement that the show will be coming out on July 30th, so the end of the month. Uh, almost exactly because it's only the second that we're recording this. Um, but uh, the – so that will be finally coming out and see what exactly the the, the studio side has been working on uh, outside of the the main, like, shows that they, they put out. So, you know, now that they did split – Did they say what?
1: Was, did they say, like, if any of the – is there anybody we would know or any personalities lending their voice or anything to that? Was that released or anything?
0: Not that I saw. I would imagine. Um, I if if I had a guess, I'm gonna to try to look it up as kind of talking here, but um, I would guess no, just because uh, it is a studio side thing, and it's a it's, like they talked about. They wanted. Um. Uh, um they wanted the studio side to be projects that potentially they would, they would like sell to other companies and right. or whatever, or like produce for them. So I would guess that there, there hasn't been, but let me see. I don't know if there's, I wonder if it's on IMDb yet. Um, cause obviously there's like the, like when you look it up, it's just the, the, uh, like Netflix, like site and the trailers and everything. Okay, so here's... Okay, they do have an IMDB. I don't know if anyone's going to be listed on it, but... Um, I'm going to quickly kind of go through... I could see yeah, Miles being on it, honestly, because Miles... Or, like, Lindsay, people who do a lot of voice acting work. Yeah. Uh, right That's now... That's why I, I
1: figured maybe, like, two, one or two people, but what do I know? Nothing!
0: Um, oh, I do see Miles. Uh, miles Te- oh i don't know what the hell that is teletron one i don't know what that is i don't know if i'm reading that right we'll find out i hope not uh and it's possible too there's some other people in here that maybe i don't recognize their name but work at rooster teeth but other people that i i know off the top of my head or like you know the main personalities i don't see anyone else that's listed right now um
1: I assume it's the Transformers Prime. That's the one they're working on. No, no, that War for Cybertron.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a War for Cybertron. Is the is this one? I found a lady bodybuilder Transformer. No, nope, I don't think they made that. I don't think that was think the so uh, studio side. Uh, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Studio is also some sort of workout studio, and they're interested in. Building up Trans. physiques in the world. Was it? Was it called Transformer? War for Cybertron. War. And I think there was a game, but if uh, for me, it was uh, the game was the first autocomplete, and then the second one was the show. But yeah, there was a bunch of people listed there, and I'm, I'm, maybe the IMDb will get flushed out a little bit more once the show's out because. I don't, know. I don't know how IMDb works honestly. I don't know if they have like a I don't know <laughs> if they have like a inside scoop that they can put stuff up. I mean, I'm sure for the huge movies that information they can get, but I don't know about stuff like this. Uh if that's how it works or whatever, but that's all I had on my my list. I know that you have to to get going in a couple of minutes, so I don't know if there was anything in terms of like out in the grapes that you wanted to do real fast or you wanted to mention uh or if you- no nah
1: don't i mean nothing i mean nothing personally has really happened i have just been playing last of us 2 which i think we talked about last time and my couch is on super back order so i don't know what to
0: do so your life is awesome and a mess at the same time you have a great game but nothing to sit on or at least properly sit on
1: yeah you sat on my couch it's like you you say it's like that couch from 30 rock that they torture people with yeah
0: where he sits down, and he just starts admitting terrible things that he's done. <laughs> it's immediately, yeah, it's very like yeah. V-shaped. It's you just immediately your knees are, like touching your cheekbones as soon as you sit down. That's it's the, just very broken. The only thing I was going to mention uh, that I was watching and stuff this week is I found or actually I found it's two seasons in, but uh, I heard about and then I started actually watching, basically. Like, if hardcore mini-golf from Rooster Teeth is hardcore, I don't even know what to label this because it's so much more intense. But there's an ABC show that combines mini-golf and Wipeout, the show Wipeout. And uh, it's actually... Are there, like, football
1: like, players that host that?
0: No, it's Rob Riggle and a boxing commentator, a legit boxing commentator for ABC oh, and, thinking? like, ESPN. Uh, and... I like Rob Riggle. I, you know, I know that people, there's people who don't like him. He's the, oh god, he's been in so many different things. If you watch uh, Step or, I think it's Step Brothers, where he keeps going. Beah! Was it that? Was that the movie?
1: Yeah, he's also the man child in The Goods.
0: <laughs> he's been in everything for a long time, <laughs> and he's a Marine. Didn't know that. He was at Ground Zero during nine eleven. He has a pretty intense uh, history, but yeah, uh, I don't remember who.
1: Uh, I think it was the Office Ladies podcast. They talk about him being an actual, like, Marine.
0: Oh, yeah. He what, was Wasn't he was on The Office, wasn't he?
1: He was the captain for uh, the oh, party boat. Oh, that's
0: right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, but he's... Who's Cruz? It's him. Um, Him and... uh, I think his name's, like... No, i going to fuck it up. I can't remember the other guy. It's, like, Joe. I was going to say... All I can think... I know it's wrong. All I can think is Tortellini. <laughs> that's a pasta. That's not right. It's, like... Could have, you could, could have said Joe Boxer. That's, I can't, but he's an, he's an actual commentator for ABC, like, sports commentator for ABC, and, and Rob Riggle are the hosts. But it's, like, I'll just give an example of, like, one of the holes, but, um, like, there's one where they have to putt through these two big windmills, like a classic mini-golf thing, and then after they it's real long, and after they go through, they have they themselves have to make it through the windmills and the, the blades are spinning pretty quickly. And I mean, it's, it's not like mini golf size or human size windmills. So it's like they, it's, it just turns into a wipeout course. And if they get knocked in the water, they lose a stroke. And then it's just a bracketed <laughs> tournament. Same way that hardcore mini golf is in this way. But this all happens in one episode. So it's like, it'll be eight competitors. So four matches. And then they win. and then they'll let, obviously goes down to the two matches. And then they go down to the last match. And then, I guess, at the end of the season, every winner from every episode competes for, like, the grand prize or whatever. But it blows me away how many, like, 60 to 70-year-old people show up on that show. And I was, <laughs> uh, we were watching the one, like, this old guy got, like, hit, got blasted. I go, my mom hurt her back playing volleyball, like, 15 years ago when she was in her 50s. And she's still hurting from that. There's no way this dude who's 67 years old, they got blown apart by this windmill is going to be fine after this. Like he's going to be so messed up for so long. Uh, but it's a funny show. What I always say about Rob Riggle is that like, I always liked him. I know for some reason, a lot of people like don't like him, but um, I always liked him, but this is like my, one of my, or probably my favorite thing that he like has ever done because he consistently makes me laugh as, laugh as the commentator. But I've been watching that and I've really watched like three episodes. I watched Renee watch the third one with me, uh, last night. What so she's, it called? uh, holy moly. It's made by Steph Curry or something. He's involved with it in some capacity. Oh, the, the, okay. The, I, yeah. It, uh, the second season's on Hulu right now. And I think there's six episodes. So I haven't seen the first episode, but I heard about it and then I could never, I didn't remember what it was called. And I kept looking it up. And then I just, the other night, I was like, I want to look it up on Hulu and see if they have it. And they did. And I watched two episodes back to back. And I was like, I like this show. And I'm not like big into the those types of shows, but uh I, I definitely like that one.
1: His name's like Joe Tessatori.
0: Yeah, something like that. Or Torto. He so went too far off. John Lovitz like, is uh, in it. He is. He plays like, a pirate Kenny G's captain. G's in it. <laughs> I didn't see that one. They have a lot of like celebrity guests that came on. Like uh Greg Louganis was on it, the diver, and uh Steve Gutenberg <laughs> was on it. So it's like they they'll just randomly wheel out like celebrities and stuff. But now we watched I've been watching that. We watched a couple episodes of so that Floor's Lava show on Netflix which uh, I like the holy moly lava. That's, a lot that's
1: more. what we I said we watched Floor's Lava on Father's Day. That was like what we did with my dad. It's okay.
0: It's yeah, just, it could be better.
1: It's like every game show we watched as a kid on Nickelodeon, just now for adults.
0: P- pretty much, in a way. But, Doug, you have to get out of here. So, let's wrap this one up. And, uh, we'll call it here. I'm Sorry for anyone who maybe wanted a longer episode, but, I mean, we still did about an hour anyway. Uh, and it's just Fourth of July weekend. We got plans. Doug's got places to be. So, we had to. We're lucky that we even got to do it as early as we did, because otherwise I would have <laughs> to do this by myself, or Renee and I would have to have gotten together, which would have been a possibility. But I just I knew there was problem is like with Renee since we live together, a lot of the stuff we talk about in advance, and then so it's not as like it wouldn't be as natural of a conversation. And with Doug, it's it's he's learning about this in real time. But let's call it here, Doug. All I don't right. know. Well, I don't know if you have an intro.
1: The sign-off is wear your fucking mask, you idiots.
0: The helpful advice from Doug Kirkwood, be be safe, be healthy, wear a mask. Don't be a fucking idiot. (laughs) Thank you. No FIs. (laughs) No FI. Bye-bye. Goodbye. (laughs) I almost just hung up on you. (laughs) I was doing the wrong thing.